So, Tim, can I ask you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim, I, I'm just going to say this just to start off. There is a special place in hell mm. for people who don't tip, oh. especially under circumstances where the expectation is that you'll tip. I, I just think it's one of the, um, it's blasphemy to me. That, like when I think of black, I'm like, don't be racist, <laughs> don't be gayist, and if you don't tip, I don't know you, and don't be fatphobic, don't be fatphobic, and tip your people, tip everything you can. Honestly, I, I, uh, you know, I, don't be shafted by anybody. The people on these delivery apps who. First off, let, let's just put this out there. If you're one of those people who don't tip up front and don't understand why your order isn't getting picked up, it's because the person on the other end is saying that they're going to make $2.50 off this yeah. order. That's going to take them 45 minutes to go pick up and drop off. And they're not picking up your food because they're not spending 45 minutes for $2. I know you're saying it's like, I tip them afterward. I'm like, I, if you know, you know. Yeah. And, and that just is what it is. So I'm throwing that well, out. My thing is like, you can... You can change the tip. You if, can change the tip if you want. Okay, to. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying like if I can, I can see the argument for somebody to be like, I tip after because you never know like if they're gonna mess up my order or something like that. Yep. But you can change the tip, so yes. that that argument is null and void. So. Yeah. No. Exactly. You can put up front what you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And assuming everything goes great, awesome. If something doesn't go great, you do have an hour to edit. Yeah. So. I just the amount of <laughs> no. I know you. I I know you've worked in customer service before, but you you never worked in food. You didn't work in like food, did you? I I worked in food for three days. Okay, <laughs> and I said, no, this isn't me. This is not this is not this what is I want to do. Me, my spirit, it, it it can't take serving people in that way and like still being a good person. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not built for that. Like for somebody to curse me out and I still like make sure their food is prepared correctly. Yep. Yeah. I I have been front of house, waiter, back of house, I've supervised you know, coffee shops. Um and you just people and their food and any level of understanding or compassion just seems to go out the door. And as somebody who it's hangry, I get it. But I, you, I don't I don't food. take that out on the service workers. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm definitely not that person that goes in and says, like, I'm going to this is the tip I'm going to give them and everything they do wrong. I'm going to take away a dollar. I know people like that. It's like it's just um, it's just evil. It's just evil. I can't stand it. It's just because unfortunately, we're in a country that does not afford everybody the same uh pay when it comes to certain jobs yep and so tipping is very important i think that people forget that these people sometimes get zero dollar checks like yeah they get a check with zero dot zero zero on it and they're expected to live a full and whole life 
One second. That was so weird. As you were talking, there was something very loud in the background going on, and then you stopped talking and it stopped. I was hoping that nobody was hearing that. Upstairs, uh huh. I think they're doing something with water. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, that's okay. Um, but yeah, I think that people aren't aware enough of the woes of being a worker in food service. Yeah, I I think and and even the you know, food service is so specific because of the wage aspect and the expectation yeah. of tipping. But I think I definitely have that mindset that I think everybody like there used to be a draft. Yeah, I definitely have the idea that everybody should be required to work in customer service for like 90 days consecutively before their 21st birthday. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you've got to go and do that job. Like, listen, we don't want to go through what I think that everybody needs to go through. Well, <laughs> um, I think so. I think people. I think men especially need to go through a lot of different things. Yeah, they do. Um, before they, you know, maybe that can be a part of their Ivy League um, experience. But mm-hmm. I, it is. It is appalling what people will allow to happen to their waiters and hostess and uh, bartenders and, and and be like, oh, well, they they chose this job. No, some people can't get no other job. Yeah. If it's not, I mean, and even if they could, that doesn't like make it okay. No, and it's a job that we need filled. Otherwise, yeah. nobody's going anywhere and eating anything. Well, and not only that, like just to go back to like the app delivery services, mm-hmm. um, girl, thank God for y'all because I can't tell you out of the 90 days that I've been here, probably mm-hmm. 80 of them, I have gotten a Some uh, an app delivery service. Yep. And I I generally I do feel bad because I don't tip the twenty percent, mm-hmm. but that's because it's a lot. Like yeah. like I'm not tipping forty dollars. Like I just can't. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Do that. But I do tip. You know, I try to tip at least ten to fifteen percent. Yeah, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I don't I don't have the expectation of like because that, I know the gas amount. money is a thing. Like. And, you know, I just because I'm very fortunate that I can take my shower while somebody is going to get my food for me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That is very nice to experience. And so I feel like I'd, I had, I had, well, I don't know if they're like this now, but I did have a lot of friends uh, when, when they first started becoming like bigger that they wouldn't tip. Like, mm. and I, I was just like, why are you not tipping? Like, why are you not doing that? Like, the whole point is that they're giving you a service. Right. And, you know, it's, I've, I've done, I personally did Uber, not Uber Eats, but I did Uber. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did Uber around the city uh, in 2015. And it was very sad, <laughs> the amount of money that I spent versus how much I actually got. Yeah. And so, I mean, if that's your gig, girl, if you don't like to tip or whatever, you know, 
may you die. But like, otherwise, you know, I just hope that everybody gets the money that they deserve in some other way if they don't get it through a tip. Mm. Tip your people, people. Tip, Tip your people. Don't shaft them. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. <clears throat> okay. What's our topic today, Tim? Well, um, a lot of times I find myself Uber eating uh, out of loneliness. <laughs> which sure. is a topic. Um, because food sometimes keeps me from feeling it fully. Uh, I'm working through it, people. Yes. Working through it. <laughs> so the topic is loneliness. And the things that we can do to acknowledge it, maybe help with it, uh, but also just understand that it's a part of life sometimes. That's right. So why don't we get into it, Tim? Sure. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I'm so lonely. I'm so... It's the loneliest hour. I'm so sorry. One is the loneliest number. (laughs) Especially with his grilled cheese. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, girls. Hello, Timothy. So Tim, a community. <laughs> um, so Tim, you know, yeah, we were we were trying to figure out what we want to talk about this week, and you had mentioned, you know, maybe talking about something around loneliness, and I think you mentioned to our audience on a previous episode that you are currently working through a breakup. Yes, and so. and yeah, I wanted to let you kind of riff on that and where you're at mentally, and and talk a little bit. Well, um, I mean, I, I told y'all, I'm going through a breakup, uh, feeling like a chafed booty hole. And um, I, uh, among other reasons um, that just are life, um, I, this particular breakup kind of just like heightened my sense of loneliness because I still view them as a friend and I love them um as such um but it just it it it's also June which is not a great month for me um my parents and brother died in June so I am dealing with a lot of like feeling just like nobody really understands mm-hmm. um, the the my life and how I move and um you know everybody says you know you're strong and I really you know I, I you're such a light and stuff like that and that's because I moved through a lot of darkness in my life and it it sometimes can be a little harder to move than others um yeah 
Do you, does this happen like every every June since they passed? Is it pretty much the same process for you? Has it gotten any different since time has passed? Um, I won't say that it's every June, but it is this particular one. I honestly don't know why. It just feels like a little more um on on uh, on my heart and on my on the surface of well things. yeah i mean it, th- that that tragedy happening going through a breakup and a crappy season eight i mean yeah girl <laughs> nothing <laughs> like heidi was like i'm out and i was like, i feel you girl I'm, I'm, I'm I, I feel you this life i want to be out sometimes but like yeah. i really and also I feel like a lot of other people have been down too. Mm. Like a lot of my podcasts like have been very heavy. Sure. And I don't I'm not saying that you can't feel that way because here we are on a podcast talking yeah. about the subject. But um like it's just I'm somebody who feeds off of energies. You are sometimes um I can look too deeply into somebody's energy and like get to <laughs> get to the sads of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like, I've just been feeling very lonely. Also, the type of work that I um, do is it's it's travel work and that traveling is by myself. Yeah. I don't have I don't really have a lot of ties, which is great for this type of job. But like after I get off work and go to my apartment um, during the week, it can be very lonely. Yeah. And that loneliness sometimes snowballs before I can get to the weekend. (laughs) And then it turns into like, now there's two days I'm in the bed. (laughs) So um but fortunately i combat that with this podcast um and the friends and support system that i have yeah well yeah and i don't i mean i don't think i'm saying anything that you didn't know before but you know where where you were traveling to previously when you told me where you were going i was like i was i was happy for you to get out and like do something on your own yeah but also having been your bestie this whole time, I'm like, I don't know if I love him in a space where he don't know nobody, right? Yeah. Like you need you need your isolation, but you are a social being. Like yeah, you do, I do. You do, yeah, you feed off of that energy. And, and I think it's usually easier for you when you're around people you know and, and trust and- True, um, and it was a learning curve. That was a learning curve oh, yeah. completely. Um, and I appreciate that for what it was. I don't appreciate, you know, the house uh, that oh, I was God. in. I really think that Terry, do not blink that out. Um, <laughs> you can go to whatever type of hell that there actually is um, because it'll be ready for you when you get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like people should tip, landlords take care of your people. Take care of your yes. Believe your people. And Airbnb don't just give me no damn. You know what? I'm not gonna go there. The point is, loneliness is real. 
And is rough. I, I think I think part of me also hoped, Tim, that when you when you moved to a place that was closer where we could get to each other and be in a space where we know people, I yeah. think there was also I was also hoping that some of the isolation I knew you were dealing with where you were would maybe subside. And yeah. you know, I got up there and we went out and we had a good night and you were you were in your I went, space. Yeah. Seeing people who hadn't seen you in years. Yeah, and I had I had a moment where I did like feel my oats and go out and then it kind of like dissipated. Right. When, you know, things went south and sour. Sure. Um, but like it's just one of those things where it's like I I am I'm as much to blame as, you know, life. You know, I could go out. I could have a good time with people. I'm just choosing, like, to wallow. But I, but I think, I mean, there's, there's something in, like, I don't know if, I don't want to say it's wallowing, but it is, like, there's something about when you're in this mindset and needing to repair. Yeah. Because some of it, I mean, some of it is wallowing and feeling sad for yourself, I'm sure, because I go through that too. But some of it is also like um, just getting out and getting in front of people might be helpful and might help disrupt what's happening in my brain. But it also, depending on where you're at, you, you're you not ready to do that or give that energy yeah. to other people. Exactly. when I don't want to socialize and I really can't put it on, you don't want me around. I'm no. not. I'm not any you fun. absolutely do not want me around. Be no. anything less than like chipper because yeah. it it's going to ruin your time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've gotten up to a point in my life that like i can't fake it no more it's not like and i don't want to fake it and i just feel like <laughs> they're like do you want to come out please come out well if i come out and you have this uncomfortable energy don't tr- don't say Oh, don't feel sad. Don't do this, girl. It is what it is. You're going to feel it. Right. I didn't want to come out. Like, so this is on you. But, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate everybody like trying to make me feel better or whatever, but it's just not going to happen until it does. Like, yeah. Yeah. But in loneliness, we, we can, we can find like good parts of it. There's there's times when you need to be alone and like oh yeah, figure out your things. Um, but then there are times like right now that I probably am doing things that I probably shouldn't be doing or that only aid in me feeling the loneliness that feed into it yeah yeah like social media social media sucks <laughs> i was gonna say that's a good transition yeah are, are you when you're in this space like what are your social media habits when you're in this kind of mindset like what are you what are you doing that that's i just want to let you know that my apple um my apple phone my iphone uh-huh uh it told me that i had been on my phone for 10 hours a day weekly that means that out of the maybe like 15 hours that i'm awake 10 of them 
I scrolling. <laughs> I, you know, mindlessly, I don't know, looking at random uh, pictures of of the past uh, in my own like camera roll or listening and some of it is me listening to my own music because i adore my oh, you it's really good it's mm. sometimes it's sad sometimes it's great sometimes it's not but it's me it's what i enjoy me yeah. um but most of the time it's just mindlessly scrolling i so so for me last year when i was really when i was struggling with my you know anxiety returning and putting on a lot of weight um i I became obsessive with podcasts. I've always mm-hmm. like enjoyed listening to podcasts, but um, it, I needed the constant audio distraction mm-hmm. to get out of my head. Yeah. So I, it definitely wasn't a healthy behavior, but it was something, I mean, it was keeping me like, out, it was getting me out of bed. Like if I could listen to my podcast, I'll do it and like mow the lawn. Yeah. I'll do that and like do the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll blast it in my car and like go do something like I I had to keep those voices at bay to get going. I I mean I listened to all of sibling rivalry the, their entire four year catalog yeah multiple times last year yeah I knew what time of year I knew what the topic was I could repeat what they were saying you are uh, a Patreon exclusive member. I like, yeah I bought I am and I still am, <laughs> love support support. Bro, I don't even do that, but I'm black. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm pay, I'm giving my dues. Um, I but but it but that audio um, disruptors. Right. Yeah. What are we doing to disrupt the loneliness or anxiety or whatever? And I had to have something going because when I got quiet, mm-hmm. I just. I immediately was in my brain, in my head. Um, so no, like I, I, I wasn't scrolling maybe for 10 hours, but I, my, my podcast listening, I was in the top 1% of podcast listeners last year. Like at the end, <laughs> one. there are in America, there well, are 8 in the billion, States. there are 8 billion people on this planet and most of them have access to Spotify servers. Wow. It was, yeah. So I, Anyway, um, <laughs> so no, I get it. I, yeah, no, that distraction and just dealing with with that piece of it, and um, well, it's also like feeling. I can understand that feeling like you have somebody around, like you kind of have friends in your head. Oh yeah, no, that para, that parasocial connection, man. Like yeah, um, Crystal and 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 Kid Fury are like buddies. I spend two hours a week with for yeah. six years, and. And with um, Bob and Monet, like on a constant loop for six months, I just, and then going and seeing them live with you and Kevin, I was like, my friends are in town. I know them. I know it's not true, but. Well, you know, to, to like, I think like the amount of hours that you spend making a great friend is 200 hours. Well, so like <laughs> you have a great friend, I mean, and Bob and Bob Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen. That's right. All the time I spent with these two hoes. God. Uh, All the time I spend with them, and I have never listened to the Bald and the Beautiful. I know. Like, but I see them all the time. Yep, they're always in my face. 
I'm always on YouTube. This screen, um, this TV in here, it's always looking at something, looking at Bianca ruin the pit stop. But um, <laughs> I, I like, okay, I am pro Bianca on pit stop. I know, yeah. I, and I'm saying this as somebody who misses Bob. Bob I need mean Bob, Bob the drag queen. I think Bob and Trixie are just, they just have that down. Bianca, who I did not have a relationship with at all before Pit Stop. I didn't uh-huh. watch her. I didn't listen to her. I haven't seen her season yet. I still haven't gone back. I watched oh, season okay. six. That's a so great season. I didn't know Bianca. I just knew her as the queen that nobody else hangs out with. Like, she's too good for us. So I was like, oh, she's kind of snobby bitch. I, I love her. Like, and I only know her through Pit Stop. So it, yeah. maybe it, my bar's just really low. Um, See, we can't. We we keep doing this, Tim. This is not a drag it's race. Fine. Podcast. It's not a drag race <laughs> podcast. But when you're lonely, drag race is there. Drag like, race with is all there. these seasons, like so many, <laughs> so many, so many places that drag race is in now. Yeah. Drag race Italiana. I've never seen it, it because I just it's drag race Belgium. Yeah, it's Holland, Spain. Holland, like Thailand, France. <laughs> huh. I don't like the France because uh, I, I haven't, like check, I haven't checked that one yet. I think I, I might like check Mexico. out. I think I might check out Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely checking out Mexico. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Valentina. But anyway, we'll be right back. <laughs> Valentina. Loneliness. Loneliness. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're back, girls. Aren't you happy? Um, so I don't know about you, Bear, but I really, um, think that there's a difference between when I'm lonely as a single person versus like when I'm lonely in a relationship. Mm, Sure. Um, Because I, because of the, well, the nature of my job, I am... (laughs) I'm not next to my partner at all times. So yeah. that I do get lonely and even when I'm in a relationship. Yeah. But do you do you ever feel that or do do you feel a difference? I you know, the loneliness in a relationship is really, really weird. Cause mm. um I do experience that. I, I in fact I experienced it yesterday. Mm. Um so I was helping my friends who moved into town you know get out of their moving truck all that fun stuff and the partner was out teaching a class and then i was going to come back and we're going to hang out for a minute and then his friends uh they have like a board game thing they do most saturdays so that's really his group of friends they invite me over they're very kind um but i was thinking i might go over and hang out with them but then after moving everybody i just needed some downtime so i stayed home right so he's like i'm gonna go play games with my friends i'm like that's cool i'm gonna stay here and uh, take a nap and just kind of, you know, uh, heal up a little bit. Mm. Um, but what ended up happening is that like, I took a nap and I woke up and like, I was like, Oh, I'll go watch a movie. Um, I'll go do something. I'll get out. And I just sat on the couch from like five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm. Like he didn't, he, he was out playing games, you know, with his friends. And I remember I was sitting there. I was like, it's illogical for me to feel lonely. You know what I mean? Like he invited me to come with him and do this thing with him and his friends. Yeah. And I chose to stay home because I 
I can I can get into it a little bit, but the games they are playing, they're so heady and so advanced. It's just like it's not fun for me to sit there and feel like I'm going like, so what what's the rules? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm that guy. You don't want to be that person. I don't want to yeah. be that person. I feel like I'm bringing the fun down every time I say like, wait a minute, what's going on? So yeah. I just don't participate. So but they always invite me. They're very sweet. But but he's out there doing that. I'm just at home. I'm like, I could go do something. I'm like, I'm just going to wait for my partner. So it's it's that thing where it's like even in the relationship and we we ha- we are very independent people. We have our own friend groups. Mm-hmm. Um very important. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's I it's important, it's healthy and, and I'm I'm happy for that. But there are those moments where it's like he sometimes I feel like I'm the one who's more social and he's a little bit more introverted and then we get into these roles where it's like you got all these friends around here who just want to hang out with you and do stuff and I'm like that seemed nice. That would just be, you know, so um, there's still, I still find loneliness even in the relationship at times. Um, but some of that are my own habits, yeah. right? Those, those mental blocks that I've built up about, about what it means to be in a relationship. I think a lot of, <clears throat> I think a lot of the examples of people in marriages show an example of people who don't have like don't have very close friends yeah right your partner is also your best friend and it's like oh you have to be like perfect for each other almost right and like maybe they have the one other couple friend that they hang out with or go to eat with every so often but but they're both friends like but we're all friends together we don't have friends outside of our relationship that and um and so there is that part of me that I think at times slips into that mindset that if if he's out with his people and I don't have anybody with me, then like somehow that's that's not good. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. training you get when you when you see the example and you're like, oh, is this not healthy or something? And I don't believe that, but sometimes that that methodical, like kind of that thing that's been um ingrained in you from day one is like yeah oh is this something i need to question it's like no just get off the couch so i <laughs> so, so so i do find my mom it. used to say you're not busy enough you're thinking too much yeah you're thinking too much right <laughs> so so yeah so i i when i was single i spent so much time isolated when i when i moved away and i was living on my own and um there was a lot of loneliness in there but i i found a lot of ways to I found a lot of like meaning in the work I was doing. I did a lot of yeah. writing with my music. So I think it feels different, but I also feel like the kind of person that if I, I'm going to find my purpose or my path some way. Yeah. Whether that's believing in the paycheck I'm getting and putting my all there or expressing myself. Um, but it is different. The difference yeah. between like being single and being in a relationship, I, th- I think there there are lonely times in both. It's just how you handle it. So yeah. What about you? For me, I think like I'm I'm used I'm single more often than I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So for me, I can deal with the notion that I'm single and a little lonely. I can be like, oh, well, go and do this and go and do that. But for some reason, probably because I'm not in relationships very much or long, um, I I have a problem when I'm like, why am I lonely? I have somebody. And like, it doesn't mean that they're always there 
or yeah. like that they're, they they have their life and things that they're going on. And I think I I think I'm just like I'm more baffled than I'm feeling lonely. Like <laughs> I'm like yeah, what the hell am I in relationship? But like you said, I think we we are bombarded with this rhetoric very early on that like your partner is your rib or whatever and you have to be next to them and feel um feel like they complete you in some way and if they're not with you at all times then you you're not complete right you're a complete person like yeah and you should have a complete life outside of that and that should just enhance your life and I think that I think I just don't um, cue into loneliness properly. Like, I feel like sometimes my loneliness actually means that there's a void that I can feel with something. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I should, like, call my aunt. Maybe I should, you know, talk to Bear about the podcast. Maybe I should be... Um, working out or something like that like i do have things that i probably should be focusing on but i'm choosing to focus on the fact that i'm lonely yeah um and i think that this is in real time people um i'm finding that maybe i need to focus on what i can do to um to alleviate some of this like sadness and loneliness and stuff because there 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 are opportunities for me that I can take um but like I said I'm I'm choosing the feeling right now but that doesn't mean I'm always going to choose it yeah. yeah like feeling lonely in a relationship um it, like I said, it's a little bit baffling because I'm like, oh, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> like, why do I feel lonely? I was like, well, sometimes you just are, sometimes you're just alone. Like, by definition, yeah. you are alone, right, at that moment, and it's okay to feel lonely. But then other times, you're feeling lonely out of, like, a, it's like a cue that you could be doing something else yeah like that you could be like it's like oh you want to feel it in this way but you probably should be feeling your your void in this way you know yeah like your partner isn't your all like maybe you should find something something that's going to completely you in some other way yeah yeah i was gonna ask you and we can edit this out if you want to i understand I'll pick a little bit. Do you, I know a number of your relationships recently have been lost long distance. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that from a loneliness standpoint that would look or feel different if they were like in your space every day? Like, do you, how do you think that might change the approach to that relationship or your feeling of loneliness? Um, in the, in the relationships that I've had where it wasn't long distance, Mm-hmm. I felt suffocated. Mm. I felt like, and maybe it's just because like I was also 
com- I felt complete <laughs> in my own right. You know what I mean? Like I had a lot going on. Yeah. And this relationship was just an addition. Right. And they weren't, they didn't have anything else going on. And so they were calling and, you know, trying to, um, trying to be a part of all of it too quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of felt suffocated in that. So, and because of the nature of work that I do now, it's kind of hard for me to have a relationship that will be, that will ever be, you know, like yeah, right next to one another because I'm not supporting a man. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm that. And, um, you know, like, I guess like little three month relationships will, could be cute, but Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I don't know how it would work with my relate with my job right now to have um a more a, a non long distance relationship. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I don't know. It's cute. It's cute. no i i think i was i it makes sense because again like the type of work you're doing you would make that difficult yeah um i think part of me is wondering like the chicken or the egg so it you know are you there's a loneliness issue yeah but you've also put yourself in some situations where it makes it harder to make connections at times yeah so you it's, know yeah it's one of those things where it's like it is a double-edged sword it's like do i want to be yeah. poor and unhappy uh with my financial life or do i want love it and my thing is love don't pay the light bill <laughs> and it 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 don't and you know in my experiences when i have had those relationships that are short distance or with you know i'm with the person often um it is a suffocating situation yeah and or I don't know. It's it's never or they stole my credit. Like <laughs> like it's 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 one or the other. Like for me in in my life experiences. Yeah. You know, fuck Clive for life. Um, but <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things where it's like I think until I get financially like independent without like needing a job like I have now, maybe being single is what is I'm what I'm supposed to do right now, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I will say, it does get lonely. But I, it also, I think my loneliness is like tiered. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just it's not just the breakup. It's like I miss my mom. And I miss my dad and yeah. I can't believe this is my life sometimes. And I'm like, or 
you know, I make plans with somebody, it falls through, or I want to make plans, but they can't because they have things to do. You know who you are. Don't do that. Don't do that. What? Um, Or, you know, like, I think being in, being older than your 20s is very hard for friendships. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in my thirties yet. So, you know. I know you're almost in your forties. Um, <laughs> Only cause you drop in birth dates on this podcast. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it was bleeped out. It never happened. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we edited a bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Tim, let me ask you this. How, Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, depression and sadness when we talk about loneliness uh, and, and how we try to, and stuff like that. yeah, and trying to wade through those waters. How, how, how might you find a silver lining in that though? Like, what are, what are some things that maybe you benefit from, from being isolated at times and, and. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's what I was trying to get to earlier is like, there are, um times when your loneliness are actually cues to you Uh that there's a void in your life that you need to feel um and it's not always with people it's not food whatever uh whatever your vice might be it's actually a cue to to your upward movement in life um maybe it's you know, maybe you could start a podcast with your best friend and get to see them weekly. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it is, um, I'm not feeling my best, let's start working out or, you know, whatever, finding something that's a passion in your life that you can feel that loneliness with, because a lot of times we misplace um energy in our in our in our body and uh g yes in uh g mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we talk about beyonce we uh-huh. do talk about beyonce <laughs> oh my gosh we have like four weeks tim oh my it's like god countdown to the renaissance sorry Listen, with this loneliness i really need to be getting in the motherfucking gym and not to the point of getting like skinny or anything but the just being not able to dance full out for three hours that's what i need i need endurance we need to work on our endurance yeah. i mean we can we can leave it to a two-step from time to time if we need to catch yeah. our breath but then we got to get right back no up. we have to like get in the one two three <laughs> like it's a thing I like need to watch the clacks. Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> yes, it's very important. We need to find out what, like, there are things that I I know that I should be queuing in uh, by feeling this way. I need to be focused on what outfit I'm going to wear for Beyonce, what, um, you know, the gas money. <laughs> I need to be looking at my savings, seeing if it's appropriate to buy every single thing that is at least a 4X Beyonce at the tour. Please have what's what's, what's her business called? The park, park I, Ivy Park, Ivy Park. To yeah. whoever's running Ivy Park and taking care of the and Parkwood Entertainment. 
Make sure you got some sizes for everybody, please. Please. Like, I just, listen, Parkland Entertainment has sometimes excluded the big girls. They have. And that's not fair. Like, like we have just as much money as our thinner archetypes, uh, if not more, because we are lonely at home with no man. Um, so... If you like, I know you're a businesswoman. Like, don't you want our fat ass dollars? I know you do. Lizzo already told you it's about that time. Like, I, 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 in, in, in the year of our Lord 2023, I cannot understand brands like Beyonce's that. Why is there only a 2X for the same? It's so weird. And it's a little 2X. It's like an, it is like um it's like i guess what a 2x really should be but still like it's not a big boy 2x so part of the issue right let's talk about sales and data some of the issue is that they don't know how many 4x's to order because they don't have sales history to understand what they're going to over order right so instead of putting their money there and seeing what happens so they have trend history they just don't spend the money and it's like we will spend the money not to mention there are a shit ton of skinny ass whores who want oversized clothes yeah that, that's right like, not everybody's like, looking yeah 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 some people want to belt some shit like they like it's so it's 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 rude it's disrespectful and like i really appreciate that this album is made for the queer community, but there are big girls here too. It's weird. <laughs> they want it. They will buy it. Yeah. There are people. And we who... have expendable accounts for. Yeah, we are. We are in our thirties and our forties. We are ready we to spend our money. We have made a savings account for Beyonce. We got ready for you. Come with the merchandise. We're almost in Club Club Renaissance. Like we have the we money. Are, we are a row away from the Renaissance. And, and that's only because they decided they wanted to be there. I was ready for Club Renaissance. Don't you don't you on us. That was they them on him. Oh like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> they had they had their savings accounts and I had mine. What I'm saying is my now that I don't now that I'm not in Club Renaissance and that's fine. I love being with my friends where they are. But like I have even more money to give you for a 4X like jacket, tour jacket, um fans. I don't know why I can't find a fan that's made by Parkwood. I like it's so it's weird. Crazy. Yeah. Like that yellow, that yellow um uh, hoodie that I had yeah. made by somebody on Etsy. I shouldn't have to go on Etsy. Right. I want to give you the money. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, if you want to isolate the big community, as we do feel sometimes, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, I'm not calling you out. I'm calling you in to a... Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm calling you in to a oversight of money that you could be making yeah because we the big girls want the hair because guess what big girls love hair (laughs) now uh we have the making goods who love to cut their hair and have like 
their face showing. But some big girls, we we have like long, luscious hair. And we we want to support you with your hair journey and your hair uh, products that you're gonna have coming out. Um, but we won't be looking for it if we know not to even go to the website because you're not gonna have anything for us. Yeah. So there's that. Love you, B, truly. Like he did, I definitely want you. <laughs> to just rain down whatever, throw that, you know, that little dab, <laughs> the dab of sweat that she throws, the little thing, throw it far enough for me to get it. Um, because once again, I'm not in Club Renaissance. I'm, um, we're gonna pull Kevin in here. We're gonna have a family discussion, a family discussion about your rudeness. We'll be we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Love you, Kevin. Welcome back, everybody. Hola. I'm not I'm not Spanish or Hispanic in any type of white people. Well, the library is closed. Tim's been throwing shade this entire podcast. Where you guys have never. Been- <laughs> it was no. I don't think it was shade. It was just it's a it's a proven fact that I'm not in Club Renaissance. Family meeting after this podcast. Um, oh my god, Tim. Oh, who- why? <laughs> Tim, who we shout out this week? I want to shout out my beloved brother Kevin. He's so wonderful. <laughs> I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to shout out my new traveling besties, uh, Tanisha and Toya. Uh, and special shout out to Roseanne. Uh, she wasn't there yesterday, but you know they they've become my support system in this uh, lonelier world that I'm living, and mm-hmm. I really adore them. And you know they're cool people. So hey nice. y'all. Uh, like I said, hope you're listening. If not, okay. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm going to shout out one of our listeners slash one of our friends. Yes. So uh, this weekend, uh, I mentioned earlier that I helped a couple friends who I've known since college. They moved to the area. Welcome mm-hmm. to the greater Richmond area, Jared and Lisa. Hello. Oh my God. Um, but was helping them move into their house and uh, ran into a friend that we haven't seen in a while, Aaron. Um, oh, yeah, he's so cute. Aaron's such a cutie pie, so sweet. And um, so I got to catch up with him, was helping him, you know, he was helping with unloading the truck and we're catching up a little bit. And he goes, oh, by the way, love the podcast. I said, really? And he goes, yeah. Wait you a minute, he's s- listening? He listens and he goes, you and Tim are so funny. I said, oh, thanks, Aaron. And so it was just really sweet. Like, again, he's such a sweetie pie anyway. And the fact that he listens and uh, enjoys enjoys spending time with us, I just thought that was really sweet. So shout out to Aaron. Shout um, out. Unload my truck anytime you want to. Aww. And his wife, Rosemary, if you also are, are listening, hello. Um, I'm not Hi. sure. If you, I don't know if you're also a listener, but if you are, hello. And it was great yes. seeing you yesterday. And um, yeah, they're great. So Love the couple. Um, all right, Tim, what's making you live this week? What's making me live is uh, 
the fact that I vocalized about loneliness um, <laughs> because yeah. it's true and it's and I'm feeling it. Um, but you know, saying it out loud um, helps. Um, and I'm saying this because I forgot what I said I was going to be living for. Um, oh, girl, come shit. Uh, what I'm living for is <laughs> the fact that I went to go see The Little Mermaid. Oh, oh nice. It was so good. Girl, I went with you, you know. Oh. I, know I, I was waiting for you to mention the, the doms. I wasn't sure if you switched them up or whatever. And then I was like, oh, he's oh. going to go with something different. Girl. <laughs> it's okay. It That's what it was. Okay. It's all right. Just what say, I'm what? living for are the Ladoms, girl. <laughs> if you don't know who they are, they are the, um, I guess the fans, the the stands for uh, Karen Hugert of the <laughs> Housewives of Potomac. That's I just right. love Karen Hugert. I think she's a mess. I think she's like the epitome of the type of. Um, seasoned woman I will become mm-hmm. um, one day. And I just live for her fans and stands. And I hope that y'all can come on over here. Just let, uh, if any of y'all who are friends of ours, fans of ours, who uh, are also LaDom stands, let them know that we love them. We want them over here as well. So. Very nice. Yeah, shout out LaDom's. <laughs> who you shout out? Uh, actually, oh, what I'm living oh, what for. What are you living for? Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, all right. Hey, man, what are you living for? Thank you. Uh, I'm living for uh, FX's The Bear. Um, not just because it has my name, but uh, it is a wonderful TV show. And it's second season. It just premiered a couple weeks ago. Um, but I just, it's so good. It's one of those, like, really great dramedies that, um, you know, when you watch a lot of TV and movies that have high stakes, it's like the world and, yeah. you know, there's a bomb or whatever. It's really nice just to watch a show that's really kind of in its own little box and the stakes are what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting is amazing. The music is amazing. Uh, I just, Is it giving like Shit's Creek love or is it like... No, no, it's not that light. It's a bit heavier. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's, um, it's not shameless, eccentric, like eccentric. But yeah. it is more like family drama comedy. Okay. Um, but it's 30 minutes. It's a really quick bite. I got through the entire season last year. I want to say the weekend. It was one day. Let's not lie. Um, but it was 10 episodes. Uh, it's so good. So check out The Bear um, if you're looking for oh, really good TV. Hours. <laughs> yeah, really good TV. Uh, and also it's about like food. So there's really like pretty pictures of food and them cooking as they work through these storylines. So So I need to like order some Uber Eats. Um, I would not go into that show hungry. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna go mess yourself up. So got you. Tip your people. Tip your people, people. Tim, where can people find us? You can find us anywhere. You can find ketamine Um, in the gay clubs. You can Mm. find us online. uh, (laughs) Christian Mingle. Oh wow! Um, Wow. In Congress, I'm sure. You can find us uh, in the back alleys of Massachusetts Avenue. Um, You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us in your mom's living room uh, if you play us on YouTube. 
Um, but most importantly, you can find us at cubandchub.com. That's right. Website, you can love it as much as we do. <laughs> That's right. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at wearecubandchub at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Ask right. us a question. Um, we love to be stupid and just answer your mail. So please let us know. I love talking to y'all because some of y'all are really funny and other of y'all are just dumb. So it is crazy. And, and if I you mean dumb in like, like the loving way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Uh, and if you know, if you send us a comment on TikTok, Tim might try to date you. You know, you don't know. Might I might. I might try to sit on it. <laughs> um, you know. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, every I week. Hear it and I know. <laughs> I love you. It's so I good to talk you. to you. Well, All of our listeners, thank you, you so much. I am not here no more. I'm gonna say bye to you, whores. Bye. Bye, everybody. Girl, y'all need to be listening to the whole episode because <laughs> y'all want some drag race? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what'd you think of the roast this week, Tim? On drag race. Well, I thought it was I thought it was roasted. I thought it was toasted. I thought it was um This is the best episode of the season, and that's saying something. I was about to say, I was like, I, I actually really enjoyed it. But did you enjoy it, or did you did you just like be like, well, I guess we're just gonna get trash? So it's like it's like finding the really good smelling banana peel in the trash. Like, oh no, I thought I thought they were. I thought besides Alexis, who got a couple chuckles, I thought they were very funny. I, I was very happy with the jokes. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. Like yeah. I thought, it, like the roast itself, it was fine. Um, yeah, this season, no, like, like it's not going to be something I want to go back to. No, maybe, you know what? Actually, it may be something I go back to in two years and be like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Uh, maybe I, I'm more interested in the content around the season. Yeah. Like I'm that's the problem. Yeah. The drama of, that's happening, not on the season. Yeah. Is, is much better yeah. than the actual season itself. Yeah. I, and, and that I agree with, I think this probably was the, one of the stronger episodes because these people can deliver some jokes. They have some rhythm. Yeah. They're, they're, most of them are performers again, except for Alexis, the Broadway theater kid. I should be a performer, but she's just awkward. She's just so awkward. I feel like she just wants to screw everybody too. Well, well I mean, that's fine. You can want to sleep with everybody, but be entertaining. But you know what I mean, like, 
<laughs> okay, so like, do you ever have that friend that like, you know, they want to screw everybody and it just makes everything awkward? You know, we have that friend. Keep going. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it just like, it just like sullies everything. You're just like, Ugh. like, yes, we're all friends. We want to have a good time, but you're not being friendly. You're trying to like poke and prod and see what you can get. Yeah. And then, you know, everything is not about race, but the uh -huh. idea that you're, you know, you're the, the queen that you wanted to fuck the most, Lala Reed, saved you last week. <laughs> and you, you know, decide that you want to let her go. And but you still hope that you can get that. That says something. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, and she dropped that tweet the next day saying, if I could change my decision, I would. And I'm like, you have no conviction. None. You have no oh. spine. None. Like, and it, why would I want, like, as Lala Ree, why would I want to fuck or be fucked by that? Like, yeah. that kind of no confidence. No, nothing. No wonder you need to be fisted because you have no spine. I Well, I think, I mean, Candy Muse, for example, Candy is great TV. She's yeah. a lot of fun. I don't know that I'd want to spend most of my time with her. I think if that was a full-time job being with her and, and what I assume is her TV personality, I would get, yeah. it would be too abrasive for me, but it's great television. Yeah. Right? It's like, even if Alexis, it's like your TV personality is spineless. And that that is just so like oh man I and I care. really think that that's her I, I yeah I think I, that's the thing I, I think she is who she is and if it comes across she, in two seasons then it's, yeah. it's as somebody cool. who wants everybody to like them and recognize that that's what's happening with Alexis I'm like you're giving us a bad name girl you gotta <laughs> you gotta own some of this but some but she didn't even say that she said I fear candy oh she which fears is, candy which is like which I'm is like oddly racist like in a very weird there's been a couple things that i'm just like this could be like borderline like yeah it's like oh, eh, eh. like I, this this is giving older white woman like like yeah I like can't. just crying all the time for no reason I, yeah alexa's getting this far and like being this and here's the other thing I, I don't think she got this far because she doesn't have any talent i think there's some other girls who are off sooner who were from a drag standpoint or were not as yeah far along as she was but still it's like man you got this far and you ugh. she got this oh. far because she just was aesthetically better at drag she like, did, yeah she puts on a good face and when she's yeah. got a good outfit she does look good um um but, but man i but you know it's kind of like one of those things they're a 10 but they cry all the time they don't you know right right through <laughs> and they suck right they're a zero right. <laughs> it's like, and we should play that right <laughs> that would be fun yeah, yeah be fun i want to i want to play that we need to make up some things <laughs> 